Okay, listeners, we are back on the Adrian Bow podcast featuring the fabulous Mr. Troy Malcolm, episode 101. After much celebration last week, we uh, got a great email about it through Buzzsprout, which is the uh, platform we use to distribute and disseminate through to Spotify and Apple and everything. And they had a little uh, champagne bottles and nice balloons and everything. That was pretty cool. Yeah, Troy? Very cool, very cool. Um, we didn't get to celebrate in person. We're going to have to wait until we can do that, uh, but we are going to celebrate yeah. that. And uh, potentially, Adrian, if the questions Definitely. keep coming in, we might pick whoever wrote the best review and gave us a five-star yeah. rating and sends the most questions. Maybe they could come with us. Who knows? We might put Absolutely. up a I'm sensing maybe a, a couple of nice gin and tonics, Troy. You and you and I are both partial to a couple of gin and tonics, so that might be uh, something to look forward to, right? Um, so today we're going to catch up on some questions, right? So uh, you had one and I had one, Troy. So we'll go with yours first. Great to be back with everyone. Yeah, Adrian, and thanks to everyone that keeps sending through the questions. It's amazing to see that you know, the listeners that we have, they're very loyal, Adrian, and, I, and I, mm. you and I um, uh, really want to help as much as we can out in the field. So continue to send through those questions. They don't go unnoticed. We're going to cover off two of those today. Adrian, the first question that I had uh, actually came from, I won't mention their name, but a mutual friend of yours and mine that we've worked with mm. for a very long time. Um, they said, mm. hey, Troy and Adrian, great to see you hit episode 100, which is great. Um, quick question that I had, and I'm just reading it here because I don't want to get it wrong. Quick question I had was I have a vendor, uh, a potential client um, that is willing to sell right now um, if the right price came, but they won't go to market unless restrictions ease. Now, I know that mm. Asia, we've discussed this uh, quite mm. a bit and we've seen a lot of vendors be in this similar situation. And uh, mm. I would love to get your opinion on what, what would you be saying to that client um, about, you know, going and going the extra mile and putting the property on real estate and domain and the portals to start mm. introducing those buyers to get that successful result. Because we've seen a lot of uptick in activity mm. recently throughout New South Wales, Queensland and the eastern states of Australia. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I suppose, um, you know, the, the, the best response is actually a similar conversation I had yesterday, Troy with a client and, and that's the beauty about, you know, that, that symbiotic relationship between my coaching business and, and uh, my real estate businesses. I get to have these conversations as well and I'm faced with similar questions. So, so the, the question from this client was almost identical. Um, um, been on my, my, my radar for, for a couple of months, was doing some renovations to the property, was waiting for um, an occupational certificate to come through based on those renovations. It finally came through. Um, and uh, I said to the gentleman, have you made a decision to sell your property this calendar year? And he said, yes, good, okay, um, let's make a time to catch up next week. Um, what are your thoughts on timing? He's like, look, I really just want to get the best price, but I'm a bit concerned at the moment, just given lockdown and given um, the restrictions that you might have in order to bring buyers through. Um, and I said, look, there's two parts to that, which is two parts to the question that, that, that our listener has put forward as well, Troy, which is, you know, getting the best price and being motivated to actually sell. And then the other part is, okay, what do we do with one hand tied behind our back with potential lockdowns? And is that going to affect the price? So really what I did with this client without even meeting, you know, I've got the meeting set up for next week, but I said to him, look, 
if I could achieve your dream price in the current conditions, regardless whether it's lockdown restrictions or whatever it might be, would you sell the property? And he said, yes, as long as I could get a three-month settlement or a four-month settlement. I said, great, that's all I need to know because when I come and see you next week, I'm convinced, I'm convinced that the price we can achieve for you in the next four weeks is, is guaranteed to be a better price than if you put your property on the market in four months' time. Why? Because I've got the benefit of foresight and hindsight given I've been in the industry 32 years and I know that the only metric that really uh, um, you know, affects pricing is the supply and demand metric. Um, I've experienced these black swan events. I've experienced GFC. I've experienced 9-11. I've experienced high interest rates. I've experienced the credit crunch. I've experienced changes of government. And I've experienced, you know, world events which affect um, um, the economy, which is all of that's happening at the moment, right? So um, the only thing I said to him that I have found through my experience that affects pricing is supply and demand, meaning less properties, more buyers, better price. More properties, less buyers, lower price. I'm not suggesting that in four months' time the market's going to crash, but it'd be naive to think that it won't come off 5 to 7%. I mean, it's just a pure supply and demand issue because we're going to have traditional spring stock. We're going to have delayed stock for people that are in your position that genuinely believe, perhaps erroneously believe that it's a better time to sell when lockdown's finished or even when the, when the weather is warmer, for example. And it would also be possible that the third part of the trifecta is that financial pain stock which might hit the market so if i can achieve your price in potential isolation with less competition would you sell the answers yes great let's catch up next week so um however if the listener asks the owner is do you have genuine health concerns with buyers coming through your home and they live in the home different story that's that's not something you want to wrestle with troy um because you're going to be seen as that desperate agent who's trying to fit a square peg in a round hole but in the other part of that is it'd be naive also not to explain how we work in the current environment how we've adapted in the current environment which is one buyer at a time has that proven to be effective yes why better qualification process more offers that are being extracted right Online auctions, virtually the same as, as, as in-person auctions. Private treaty, private sale, no change at all. Um, so QR codes, yes. Mask, yes. Um, uh, hand sanitizer, yes. All of the above. So it's an, if it's an investment property, then, it's, then there shouldn't be any health concerns because the property is either tenanted or empty. If it's a property they live in, then uh, don't challenge the health concerns but certainly explain in detail the way we work and explain that the government have analysed it, the health order has analysed it, and they've deemed it to be safe and not to be a super spreader type activity or, or, or industry. Adrian, something you said there just really resonated with me uh, about the risk of that 5 to 7% shift. And you look at the opportunity costs and what the costs are to bring a property to market now, if there aren't any health concerns, like you said, 
surely mm. a lot of our vendors, uh, if we educated them on that process, would see the benefit of trialing. The worst case scenario is that they have the property on the market right now for six weeks and it doesn't achieve the result then there's a great opportunity to take it down. And if they strongly believe, then in four months' time, the market's in a better position, they can go back on. So I think you, you've hit the nail on the head in regards to what is the risk and what is the opportunity? Do you want to risk mm. the changes that we're going to see with supply and demand when the restrictions ease? Because I've got a strong belief that it'll be exactly what you said. Or do you mm. want to see and test the market right now to see if we can achieve that fantastic result? Mm. And that dialogue, I think, mm. is incredibly important uh, and using the history and what we've seen in regards to those global black swan events in the past. Mm. Um, and even if you haven't been in the industry listeners for that period of time where you have seen those events, use the information, use the facts, use the mm. data that's available to us and educate the vendor on what you've seen in the data as opposed to mm. life experience. I think both play a very important part in having those conversations. Um, Adrian, fantastic. Thank you so much. And hopefully that really gave clarity to our listener. Um, I'm sure they will send me a text mm. as soon as this episode goes live to thank you <laughs> and I uh, for doing yeah. that. Um, what I would then like to, to shift to is um, you had a question about energy and I really want to explore this yeah. in the next couple of minutes if we can before we wrap up this episode mm. because... Mm. It's super important. And as you've been in the industry for over three decades and, you know, been working at almost 100% at all those times um, that mm. I was involved in your career uh, as well. But Adrian, you, you have different energies. You have different ways mm -hmm. of approaching certain situations. Can you explain, first of all, what the question was and then a couple mm. of energies that you tap into? Yeah, so the question was, should an agent be using calm, trusted advisor energy or should they be using a more manic um, and and erratic type of energy or reactive type energy right um, the answer is both the answer is both so the, it, it's like you know when you and I first did our um, training you know uh, two decades ago with Dr. Fred he used to talk about subpersonalities if you remember so he said all of us have the inner child all of us have the inner wise person all of us have the inner negotiator all of us have the inner family person, all of us have the inner business person, right? Plus many others. Um, and is it appropriate to bring the child out at a business meeting? No. Is it appropriate to bring the business person out when you're cuddling up with your loved one? No. So, so it doesn't mean that you're putting a mask on. It's not, not doesn't mean you're being unauthentic. It means that you have to have different energies up your sleeve in order to adapt to different environments. So, Phil Harris often talks about it, um, uh, Troy, which is AM energy. So anything, you know, with, a, with an AM in front of it, what a great opportunity to actually build your business. What does that mean? Calls, prospecting, um, hot list, uh, expired listings, hot buyers, um, connecting with sphere of influence, um, meeting with your team, daily whip meetings, sales meetings. That's the energy for it. Coffee in hand ready to rock and roll right so that's a, that's a great energy and that would be more of that that high intense but still high intent um proactive energy if you like so i think there's a big place for that now pm energy phil harris often talks about that's when you're doing your face-to-face -face meetings now that doesn't mean that you lower your intensity but it could mean that you start slowing the conversation down. It could mean that you're in front of a seller, in front of a buyer, 
having a little bit more gravitas, having a little bit more trusted advisor type rapport and actually going into solution mode rather than sale mode. And if you're building your business in the morning, then you're managing it in the afternoon. So I think there's an opportunity for both of those tips, different types of energies. And there's probably other nuances to those types of energies as well, which are appropriate for either after hours, before hours, or even perhaps during the day. Um, but I, I think to answer the question, I think you need both. And I think if you've only got one type of energy, and as our auctioneers, we know, Troy, that if we view auctioneers that are monotoned, which would be one type of energy, it's not a very appealing auction. But when an auctioneer fluctuates energy, fluctuates tonality, fluctuates body language, it seems to be a much better consumer experience for both the vendor and the seller. And, and not coincidentally, a much better result occurs out of that. And you're an absolute master of that in your auctioneering trade. Yeah, thank you, mate. And I think it's uh, the ability, Adrian, sometimes to, as we've seen with a lot of the team members we've worked with, the ability to read the room. And most people would understand um, that, you know, that phrase that I've just said, because sometimes if you bring out, like you were saying with the Dr. Fred personalities, if it's a serious business mm. environment, you bring out the inner child, everyone will kind of look and mm. say, mate, mm. inappropriate, inappropriate. So mm -hmm. the ability to have mm. that type of energy. What I would say to all the listeners is the first thing is to actually identify, to identify mm. what that actually looks like uh, for the individual. What energies do you know you have? And then maybe asking a peer or even your spouse or partner, hey, listen, um, have you ever noticed that, you know, my energy is different in certain environments? And is there any feedback mm. you can give me? Because a lot of us, Adrian, subconsciously, we don't know some of the energies we bring. Mm. Um, and then some of us are very aware of the energies and those that are most successful definitely know how to have that light and shade, that proactive, reactive, um, different personalities coming out that makes a big difference so hopefully again that's another thing that's helped our mm. listeners um keep those questions coming in that was a really deep deep uh deep question there adrian i i kind mm. of like that side uh of business i mm. like people understanding that they can bring those types of attributes and traits to a different meeting and have get a different result um i also like the fact that they're real life questions right they're questions yeah. that the audience are facing every single day out there listening and selling and negotiating property. Um, Adrian, episode 101, that's it. Yeah. We're kind of wrapping up as we have. Yeah. Um, we've achieved awesome. 100 episodes. We're up to episode 101. Keep the questions yeah. coming in to all the listeners. Make sure you send them in because we do read every single one of them. We do look at every single bit of feedback you give us, um, even the bad ones. Yes, thank you so much for yeah. the bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you Absolutely. for the good ones. <laughs> That's norm. That's normally because we've gone to video as opposed to just audio because we've both both got heads for radio, right? So, <laughs> we, 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 <laughs> um, so but we're going to keep coming to you on both platforms because uh, we do get feedback. People like to see it and watch it as well. Uh, it's been great. We're going to make them all short and sweet so there's a bit of a punch to it and you can implement into your business straight away. We love uh, the loyalty. We love um, this alumni that we've created, Troy, over, over, over three years with this uh, podcast. And the Troy and Bo show are back. <laughs> That's right. We'll be back next week. Another episode, episode uh, 102, unless you're going to interview someone famous from Lux Listings again and something like that, Adrian. You're going to sub me out and put someone else in. Who knows? Uh, keep an eye out, listeners. But we will be back next week with another episode.
Can't wait. Look forward to it. Thanks again, Troy. Thanks, listeners. See you, Adrian. Bye. Bye-bye.